What's up, Pro Flippers? On today's episode, we're talking about life hacks. Hopefully, how you can get more productive in your daily routines. It's a little different kind of episode than we usually do, so we're kind of excited to just kind of discuss some things that have worked for us. Welcome to the Pro Flipper Show. We're your hosts, Rob and Melissa Stephenson, founders of Flea Market Flipper and veteran resellers who have been selling on eBay for 27 years. We are committed to helping you start, grow, and scale your flipping business while still having time to enjoy other things that you love. Learn the strategies, tools, and tips you need to get ahead. Join us on this flipping journey to success. So let's go. All right, guys, so we are talking about life hacks, how you can get more productive in your daily routines, how you can get more out of your business, just some things that Melissa and I use in our day-to-day life uh, that really help us get results that we get. So figured that hopefully you can take some good knowledge, take some good information from this, and this is not set in stone. This is no, what this works is, for yeah, us. This is what works for us. So this is something that we <laughs> have discovered that helps. And yeah, so that we just thought maybe we could share, maybe you pick up one thing that's like, oh, that's a maybe a good idea I can try to do that too or you know or you're like no those are all dumb ideas but whatever <laughs> so we thought we would share and hopefully you can find something that's helpful and so. we broke it up into 10 categories so hopefully like we said you guys can take away from this and hopefully <clears throat> implement one or two things if it works for you if it sounds like it would work for you try it out see if it will work yeah so the first one is exercise so obviously this is one that is important we all know exercise is important but i think a hack that what would be a hack that we use like we do it first thing in the day and i think that does help or at the end of the day as long as you make it a commitment to do it and you can do something as easy as walking like walking does so much if you just commit to moving during the day at some point whatever time works best for you but just going for a walk even if you don't want to you know come out a whole big exercise routine walking helps so much and we that we implemented walking when was that when brody was born i don't know why we didn't do before him but when brody was born we started walking to our downtown every day and it's been a habit that stuck with us now for seven years and we love it it's our favorite part of the day yeah so it's really cool so i drop the kids off at school in the morning i come back and that's the first thing that melissa and i do to start off the day is to get a walk in and then get a jog in and then also another walk in to to cool down and then walk back to the house one of the other hacks that I don't know if we listed this in here is we listen to motivational stuff. We listen to podcasts, we'll listen to books, we'll listen to anything that we can while we are either walking or while we are running to help keep us motivated. That's one of the things that we do. And this has been our daily routine for the last, what, seven years is doing this every single day without fail. It's not only healthy for us, it keeps us more healthy. Melissa and I by no means are these, (laughs) uh, exactly, (laughs) by no means are that way. But this actually, we know this is healthy for us to stay moving for our joints as we get older. It's just so much nicer to be able to do this stuff. Yeah. All right. So number two. So we don't have any like, well, I do have one nutritional eating decent does help. Like it does help how you feel obviously and i said decent not like perfectly because you don't eat we don't eat perfectly but we do like start the day with a protein shake and then choose for the most part good foods and that helps with your energy a lot so and this is kind of a this is later on the next one it goes i guess we can go it goes right into it eating some of the same foods that you know are healthy that it's it's easy helps you avoid decision fatigue and that's the, the third one is if you can avoid decision fatigue by choosing some of the same things, it helps so much. Like how many decisions do you wake up and you have to do in a day? So we avoid that by, we wear a lot of the same clothes, we 
eat a lot of the same foods. So we already know kind of those things work for us. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, for us, it's probably, I mean, I know myself personally, probably 80% of what I eat is healthy. And then the other 20%, uh, you know, I could go without, I love sweets. So, but the rest of like my meals, I try to make sure that they're healthy. Just like today, like yesterday, I mean, a protein shake in the morning, that's my breakfast, a salad in the afternoon, a chicken with a chicken on top of it is our, our lunch. And then for dinner, and we can do that at multiple restaurants around in our area. We can do it at the house. It's very easy to do that. And then for dinner, vegetables and chicken. And then that's where I go a little bit south is when <laughs> after dinner, I like to have a dessert. I had ice cream. I actually had a Coke float last night after dinner. So it's not all perfect. And trust me, I don't look like I'm chiseled. I don't look like this amazing, what would you call it? A health, not a health, but a somebody who works out like crazy. That's not me. But I feel like trying to make as many good decisions as, decisions as you can in your health, in your eating and that kind of stuff, it goes a long way. One thing that I have found out, Melissa and I are both in our early 40s. One thing that we have learned is I have definitely learned I can't eat the same way I ate in my 20s. I can't go to fast food restaurants and feel good because of the fast food, the fried, that kind of stuff. Not, I'm not saying that I never do it, but trust me, I cannot do it as much as I did in my 20s. Very few and far between will I go to fast food restaurants and eat the fried stuff. Uh, that I try to stay more healthy with it. But this is not about cutting everything out that you love. It's about still that equal balance of stuff that you love, but also trying to get a little bit more healthy on some of the other stuff as well. Yeah, so. it definitely it messes with, or it affects your ability to work and your ability to do things is how you feel and your Absolutely. energy. Like protecting your energy is super important, but also not like, I used to be very obsessive about food. And so to take that away and not be so obsessive and to know that I can make healthy choices without being obsessive is, is super empowering. So. So, so yeah, so that's why I wrote eat decent will help you feel better. Absolutely. And then like we said, number three was avoid decision fatigue. So, cause that is super important that you, and we do that by doing a lot of the same habits and it just, I think that helps a lot. Yeah. So um, we know after I drop the kids off from school, we're going on a, a walk and a jog and we're listening to some great information podcasts or a book or something like that. So we know that we don't have to think about our morning routine, protein shake, take the kids to school. That, that's just what we do. So that helps us not having to make those those decisions in the morning, which you probably have uh, routines as well, but are they the healthy routines or can you make any changes to make them more healthy routines or anything like that? So that's just kind of what we're trying to get you to think about how you can you can make some, some decisions. And just a little side note, which is kind of funny because I know there's a lot of entrepreneurs out there. You And if you listen to this, you probably, you probably listen to other entrepreneurs' podcasts and stuff. And some people talk about their morning routine and how like they have to have like a certain morning routine every morning they get up at two o'clock and okay so like they get up at 4 30 in the morning or five o'clock in the morning they do their exercise and meditation and stuff that is not us i'm just gonna say that's not us like we get up we have to be out the door by 7 30 and we are up at seven with our three kids and getting ready rushing getting around made. but we got it we get it done every day so that's us it's a little crazy in the morning but but that's just so works that, for us. that works for absolutely. us we're not doing the whole four o'clock morning absolutely uh, meditations and stuff cool. so anyway number, number four is something that you value a lot is not caring what other people think. It is. It's so cool. It's hard because I feel like what we are in our society is definitely worried about what other people think about what you wear, what you drive, what vacations you go on. It's more towards what other people are thinking about you. And one of the one of the guys that we listened to, Alex Hormozzi, he actually talked about this on a podcast. Uh, it was today or recently talking about you. You shouldn't really care about what other people think about you to make the decision 
decisions on that. Now, I know a lot of people who will go into debt on wearing the top brand clothes, driving Teslas, the nicest cars, not to say that you can't drive Tesla. You know what I mean? And, you but, can't, and not to say you can't have nice things. Exactly. If that is what you value, that's what you value. Exactly. And that's, that's different. That's just not us. It's not. So. And it's more of wearing what, what we feel is comfortable, what works for us, driving. I mean, Melissa and I drive uh, 21, 22-year-old cars. <laughs> Not to say that I couldn't go down like and buy 400,000 miles yeah. on it. <laughs> not to say that I couldn't go down and buy a Tesla. That's not the point of it. The point is I like what I drive. It's very practical for what I do. And trust me, if I wanted a Tesla, I could go buy a Tesla. It's not the end of the world, but I'm not worried about what other people think about my car. Our cars break down like right now on the side of the road. I have our excursion, which is a 20 one-year-old vehicle that it had a injector that went bad on it and we can't drive it right now. So I'm in the middle of getting that fixed. But it's one of those things that I'm not going to go buy a brand new car. I'm going to fix it because I well, like, you like the car. Fix, and you like to fix I stuff. I like to fix stuff. I like to do that stuff. So maybe just reflect on yourself right now and think of, am I doing what I'm worried about other people are thinking about me or am I making decisions um, worried about that? And maybe try and not do that as much if it is one of those things that you're doing. Because the other, at the end of the day, to, to be honest, I mean, it doesn't really matter what anybody thinks about you. That's that's not something that is going to do anything but drop your bank account lower because you're trying to keep up with the Joneses and that kind of stuff. And that's one of the things, if you can get away from that as much as possible, I feel like that's and empowering as well. One thing that goes along with that too is the, like maybe you're, not sure what people are going to think if you're diving into your flipping business they're like oh that's not a real thing like you'll won't be able to do that like you've tried all this stuff and you can't make it and you start to listen to those voices that are in your head or voices that are your friends or whoever family telling you that or you know maybe you posted stuff online people are like don't do that you know and so is it something you want to do though is it something that you know that you can put energy into and make it happen so sometimes you have to not always listen to what other people are saying or thinking and do stuff uh, for you yeah and figure out what it is that you want to do and and not saying be like and also hold your values and all that stuff like yeah. not saying go off the deep end that way but but you have to you know think about you can't think about what other people think of you and let that drive you and one other part of that is I tend to let a, because we put ourselves out on the internet like I tend to be more and I'm the one who does our social so I read all the comments and all the stuff and so they get to me sometimes like you have to have a pretty hard shell if you were going to put yourself out there most people are amazing a lot of people are great there's a lot of great comments we have a great community but then there's always going to be those negative people that are out there. Like there's people that we even got in an argument one time because they're like we have 20 great, you know, podcast comments or YouTube comments. And then there's one that's like, I can't stand your voice or you're too loud or, or tone it down. And I'm like, well, maybe you should tone it down a little bit. Maybe you're too much. And it's like, well, that's who we, you know, it's who you are. So you're not going like, to please everybody. Just you're not going to please everybody. And so yeah, be yourself. And there will be people who love it, love you for you. And there'll be people who you're not for. And that's okay. Cause there's, I don't even know how many people are in this world. Like a lot of people. So billions, right? Like yeah. is that billions. I don't know. There's a lot of people so there's going to be people that you that find you and enjoy what you have to say and the people who don't that's okay they're not your people absolutely so absolutely that was just kind of a side note on that hey guys thanks so much for hanging out with us today we wanted to make sure you knew about an upcoming challenge that we have going on in this challenge we want to help you make your first 250 dollars from flipping that's right go to learn the number two flip.com and get registered and we can't wait to see you there so number six think five. Oh, sorry. Five. Five. <laughs> it was a, it's kind of a time hack that we do. And it's something that 
has helped me a lot is actually I grocery shop online. So this is kind of a time hack for me. I don't know if we have one for you, but I grocery shop online and it helps a ton because it saves us money too. It's a money hack and a time hack. By grocery shopping online, I don't go and buy the extra stuff. If I was wandering the stores that I might go buy, uh, instead I am I know online I pick what I normally buy and it's because it's the same kind of stuff, I'm avoiding the decision fatigue, I'm just go- buying what I need, buying what we always get, and then maybe I'll add another, like one extra recipe and so I need something else in there. But it's the same stuff so it's easy. I have the, my cart saved pretty much and then it's only an extra $2 for me to go pick it up and it saves me so much time. I don't have to do the shopping and it saves me money. and. I also don't do delivery though because it's an extra $25. (laughs) So I'm like, I can't do 25. I can do an extra $2. $2 makes so much sense to save time. And then, but the grocery store for us, it's only a couple, it's just down the road. So so I used to feel bad about having somebody else grocery shop for me when, but then like two bucks for two bucks. I can have somebody do it and to then be honest, they load save, it in my car. You'll save money because when save I go money the, and save time. When I go to the grocery as well, I will just start throwing stuff in the cart <laughs> that I see in the aisles and just throw <laughs> more too. stuff in. If you have it systematic of you're ordering the same things over and over because it's what you use, what you go through, it is way, way cheaper and saves you a lot of time to be able to do this, order your stuff online and then go pick it up or have it delivered. So yeah, such a good, great hack. We've been doing that for a while now. Uh, you guys might've already taken advantage of that as well. If you haven't, look into it. Look into your local grocery store or yeah and see if it's possible could be we go to aldi and they have it with instacart and it's amazing all right so this one actually goes with with time so it's a time hack for you but it's a listing hack too is what i put down cool so is batching your listings and batching your picture taking and getting your stuff ready to go so absolutely and for some people it's overwhelming or you get analysis paralysis and you don't get started one of the things that you can totally do is get stuff batch, take seven pictures, take three pictures of three different items and take multiple pictures, get them on your phone. So you're ready to go to list it. If you batch it, then you can actually list it in three days, get all the drafts done in in one day. Absolutely. It's quicker to do that on something. So this is a time hack that will save you, but it will help in more ways than just time. It will totally help your business. If you can batch, get stuff ready and get seven days worth of stuff listed, three days worth of stuff listed. Um, and you work it, for a day and then you have all your drafts ready to go and then it's, absolutely. it's a lot faster. So, so that's one of our time hacks on how we do it is trying to batch stuff as much as we possibly can in that time frame so we can do it. Yeah. All right. Number seven is more of a physical and mental hack is take off on Sundays. So this is also spiritual for us because yeah. it's something that God commanded what was to rest on the seventh day the Sabbath. or it could be Saturdays for you or whatever day it is for you. But to take one day and rest, which is so hard for me, like it is very hard for me. I see like, okay, well, it's an extra day for us. I need to work around the house and you do this, do that. It's so hard for me to rest. So and it's not very hard for you no. to rest, no. <laughs> but we do try to make it a priority. I also am tr- working on, and I go through phases where I can do this easily and then sometimes not, is turn, like, not go online, not go on my phone, not open it, not go on any social apps or anything. And until, like, the end of the day when I'm trying to plan for the week, that's, but I'm, I'm a work in progress. But it does, it definitely helps to take off a day at the end of the week or to prepare you for the next week. And it just makes, because you can't go, go, go. Like, I've felt burnout before. Like, yeah, you can't absolutely. just go, 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 go. So. Absolutely. That's one of the things that, yeah, we try to do that as much as possible. We do go to church on Sundays, so it makes it a little bit easier for that routine that we built is to take more time off, relax a little bit more, try to rejuvenate or try to relax and, yeah, rejuvenate your batteries. Get yourself back ready for 
for the following week. And that's how we do it. So it works really well for us. Maybe try it. Maybe you might be working seven days a week right now and you're really, really burned out. Try to take one of those days off and just try to relax, try to watch TV, try to, I mean, whatever, exercise, do whatever you possibly Go can. Go for that, a walk because walking you, is amazing. That you enjoy. Try to do that on your seventh day uh, to see if it will help you. So, yeah. Which kind of actually goes into number eight. We're almost there. Is also goes into the, like the mental and physical rest but don't overplan your social schedule so that's a big one I feel like our culture is very much get like we have three kids so get them involved in 10 things get them like do all this stuff and we are not really about that like I want the kids to find something they love and I want them to be involved because I like I was very involved in soccer and horseback riding and I think it's important for them to find something but at the same time I don't think they need to be doing 10 things at one time like all the time every second of the day is planned yeah so we tried not to like the kids do one thing at a time for the most part and then we have like one night a week we have our bible study or whatnot and so we try not to over plan during the week we do some more stuff on the weekends typically but i think it just gets very tiring if you try to over plan too much stuff during the week so we have a friend who uh has stuff planned out six months eight months a year in advance and she tries to get bookings from us to be like all right hey we're gonna do this this night or like you know we don't even know what's going on next week much less eight months down the road from right now and she constantly tries to do that which is just hilarious and there's nothing wrong with being organized because that is an area that we could be better at is and i'm working on that is being organized but also to not have something planned every second every day i think and then you don't for the rest of your life then you don't then you don't have time to actually if you need to a time to just sit and relax for a second take a break yeah that you don't have that so anyways yeah so that's absolutely something that we we try to not to do and then number nine is uh, we turn off notifications for social media. You have never had a, you barely nope. go on social media. That's really not an issue for you. Care for social for media. me, it is an issue and it's a balance because it's work and, you know, and fun. So it's like, or work and I, w- I wouldn't even say fun. It's just mindless scrolling is what it is. Cause it's like, you don't, I go on there and then like, I don't want to think. And so then you just start mindless scrolling instead of actually doing what I was supposed to do. So I turned a couple years ago, I turned off notifications on my, on my phone for personal. I do have some business ones on there for two apps. So, which I should probably take off too, but then I can be more intentional and I, I don't like look at a notification, have to answer. That's not like it, you, that you don't have to answer. You go in like, okay, I'm, I have time right now. I'm going to go in answer answer comments or reply back to any tags or whatever it is and you have that time that you do that Absolutely. so instead of it owning you you own your time that way so i think that's a, that's a time hack so, so turn some notifications off and see if it helps you in your business or get be more productive if you're not constantly getting bombarded with notifications and then jumping into the apps and doing stuff like that try it see if it works and maybe you have to start with one day a week you turn the notifications off and see if you can gain some hours back i know somebody else that we follow somebody one of the our other i guess it would be a coach one of the other podcasters and mentors that we have he just went to two phones he he has two phones now one that has his he uses for phone calls for text messages and listening to podcasts and uh, voxer and he uses that phone and then all of his other social uh, media presence and uh, notifications and all that stuff are on another it's a separate phone that gets all those notifications and he leaves those at that phone at his office to where he can separate himself with his family with his friends with his other life and then the notifications and he's really big in social uh, networks that he 
knows exactly what's going on, but he limits it to while he's working to be able to do that work, catch up on that stuff. And he says that's been huge for him to be able to do that, which is pretty cool. Yeah. I thought of one to actually piggyback on that one. It's kind of a bonus one for this one is also we turned off the news. We did oh, that yeah, years and years, years ago. ago. And I think that's so important for your mental health. <laughs> so we turned up, we don't watch the news. I figure something's going to happen. I need to know about it. I'll know about it from Facebook or yeah. TikTok. So between one of those, somebody will tell us about it. But the news, yeah, it just is all negative. You even stopped listening to some of your talk radio. Yeah. He used to drive a ton for work. And after he come back, and these were even like people that you might have some of the same viewpoints with. But then you're like, it's really just all negative. And I can't, I just can't listen to it. Everything's negative. It doesn't slanted matter like what your views yeah. are. Everything is slanted towards just negativity and attacking whoever. And you're like, it's not cool. Like, I don't like it. So yeah. no, um, we just turn it off. So we don't listen to talk radio or the news. Yeah. So number 10. Last one is probably your favorite one is keeping vacations planned so we can work hard and then take a break take a break <laughs> so you like work hard for a segmented time and then take a vacation so i remember my childhood my dad was a painting contractor so he had his own business uh, my mom sold timeshare but yeah she got sick i think when i was 10 or 11 and she quit working but i remember my whole childhood we only took one vacation a year and we went to my parents had like a trailer but it was in a retirement community it was really like really cool it was a vacation park yeah on the beach. so they rented it out throughout the year and we went down there once a year for a week and we spent that time and i think about that like now what melissa and i do what we do with the kids and the stuff that we plan out and my mind if i had to work for or, um, 12 months exactly 51 weeks for one for one to get one week of vacation it would drive me crazy i would go insane like that and i feel like what we've done with ours is we break them up into spurts like right now while we're recording this episode we have a conference in two weeks. Um, we just, a conference is our vacation. <laughs> it is, it, though. Well, it is. It's relaxing. It's yeah. rejuvenating. Melissa and I, we have a babysitter for the kids who will take care of the kids. Um, uh, Melissa's mom does that for us. And um, it's time that we spend together as a, a husband and wife. And we, we get away and we get to listen and invest in our business. But we're doing that in two weeks. Um, a week and a half ago, we had a conference with our students, we brought everybody together. So splitting stuff up and trying to break it, even if you get away for one night to go to a hotel with your spouse, to go to do something with your kids as a family, just going away one day and maybe it's once every two or three months and you're working towards that, that's been a huge hack for us to be able to not only just get out of the daily grind that you're working on and it gives you more motivation to work harder in those short spurts to where you can get away and rejuvenate yourself or re-energize yourself on the business, on what you're doing that doesn't make it so hard that the monotony of the same thing yeah. over and over and over. I remember back a couple, several years ago, we our favorite vacation was Thanksgiving vacation to go to my grandparents, but just because it was so relaxing, they just let us, you know, come to the house and you want to stay a, a couple days, you want to stay a couple weeks, it's fine. So we would just go and hang out with them. And it was just a, it was our favorite time to go and so we'd always look forward to that we'd like okay we need to work hard that was when I was training and you were doing yeah. the reports and so we'd like we got to work hard because I didn't get paid time off you didn't get paid time off nope. either did you nope. so we like to we had to always kind of 
so I guess that's what kind of set us up for that is we had to work a little extra harder and, and save a little bit to because we had to still be able to cover for those week or two that we would take off for vacation. So because But we, it started out with like four days and yeah. we loved it so much it grew into like five, six, seven days. We did stay two weeks one time. And then we at the end towards the end of it, we would go there for two weeks and hang out with her grandparents like a, and it was so much fun. We just had I'm such like, a you blast. You can kick us out if you're sick of us. In the middle of nowhere, Tennessee is was, where they were. It was just relaxing. It was fun. It was a lot of fun to be able to do that. So hopefully these have helped you guys. This is kind of how we live our life and give you guys kind of behind the curtain of what we do. And maybe none of these will work for you. And maybe you're perfectly confident, I mean, content content in what you're doing, which is okay too. Whatever works for you, you do you. That's the biggest thing. Don't worry about what other other people are thinking of you. But like I said, if this helps you even with one of these things that we've told you, that's that's all we're trying to do is give you a different look and maybe a different thought process on how you're doing your day-to-day to hopefully get you more efficient or uh, just make it more enjoyable, make your life more enjoyable with what that you're is, doing. That's a big point too. Absolutely. Because I mean, it is all about being productive and getting the work done, getting, bringing the money in, like making sure you're profitable and you're flipping business or whatever, you know, other side hustle you're doing. But in the end of the day, you you still have to enjoy what you're doing and have fun. Like that's a big part of what we believe in too. Absolutely. So, absolutely. So thank you guys so much for listening. We appreciate you so much. You guys are rock. We cannot wait to see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning into the Pro Flipper Show. It would mean the world to us if you could leave us a review so we could keep helping people make their flipping businesses more profitable. You guys are rock. <laughs>